This is Captivated Minds. I'm Stan. I'm Jake. This, this is our, our Movie Mayhem episode. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Since we're finishing our Holy uh, Religious Item series, we only find it kind of fitting to end it on a funny note. So if you think about this, the first couple couple ones we did, right, we had to search yes. for movies that were related. Related, right? Where Ark the of the Ho- Covenant, Indiana Jones. Right. Uh, Temple of Doom. We did some uh, Hindu well, religious But our items. second ones, we had to go with like Sahara. Yeah. And, uh, God, now I'm having a brain fart. Whatever the other one was. The Mummy. The Mummy. There yeah, you go. Yeah. So, so the Mummy. One of us not have a brain it, fart. Yeah. Yeah. This one, though. It, it, we it's real do, close. We could do Holy Grail. Yeah. Holy Grail. Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. Life of Brian. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we actually found Somebody Holy Grail, Grail stuff. That's right. Which is amazing. Uh, yeah. Where do you want to... St- this one's just... Okay, this, I changed one, I changed up some of the categories because it's a little funnier, you know, yes. and I figured we'd be laughing a little bit more. This this movie all around, it's, it's one just of those, silly. It's just silly. It's a silly movie. Yes. And we're not taking this too seriously. It's, um, I may have even found things that you here, may not have seen while you're watching it. Here's the problem. With these type of movies, it really inheres to a certain fan base. Like, if you like stupid funny. Yeah. That's what this that's is. That's Mel Brooks kind of humor. Yes. If you don't like stupid funny, you no. like more serious comedy, then this, you this, this is, is not, not for you. Real. Like, my wife would not watch this. I know she wouldn't. She wouldn't. She would just roll her eyes. And the thing is, when I know my wife doesn't like anything, and I try watching it with her. It doesn't work. I get annoyed. She because gets annoyed. I can feel. Her getting annoyed. I can feel the judgment. Yeah. So it's like. All right, I'm going to turn this off yeah. because I'll watch it by myself and laugh That's right. to myself. We see the opening title cards in the entire credits first thing as it's of a joke already. We're sitting through the credits first. The subtitles is also a joke and it's hilarious. There's also a change of music already and there's also a moose trainer too. Did you see the moose trainer? Yes. Now there's a whole joke about moose going on and there's another credit joke. So we already have a credit joke, a moose joke, subtitles joke. And if you freeze frame it just at the right second... You can see that there was this movie was directed by forty specially mountain trained llamas. <laughs> I'm not, not kidding. I did not see that. So it when it goes <laughs> red, serious. I'm I'm dead serious. There's this part where it goes red and yellow, and it says yeah. direct, directed by. If you freeze frame it, it says the movie was directed by forty trained specialty llamas. Oh my god! You're gonna have to find that because I found a whole bunch of shit like that that so we're gonna have to find. That is hilarious. And then it says uh, forty trained llamas did this or whatever, and they did this. Oh, the specialty llama. It's a whole goddamn. You have to rewatch it, and you have to freeze frame it just oh, on the llama thing. I'm going to have to because that's that's hilarious. hilarious yeah so here's our imb disclaimer we take a lot of information from imdb because it's a great source of information for our movie mayhem yeah. episodes thank you imdb and i'm gonna think of a great movie to put you in yeah i'm gonna edit you into something, something. oh you're gonna have to show screenshot me i'm gonna i'm gonna do it it's gonna yeah. be hilarious yeah <laughs> maybe temple of poon oh temple of poon yeah <laughs> Lead actor, Temple Food. Lead actor. Uh, here's some fun facts. Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, and Je- Genesis all donated money to the movie's budget. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. See, the thing is, when it comes to, again, these stupid comedies, right? Most big name people or band people or whatever, they're behind it. Yeah. Because it's it's so outrageous. It pushes the limits. Stuff like that. It's, again, like... You see these big names. They're going to donate money. That's right. They're, they're going to donate songs. Yeah. They're going to do whatever, whatever it takes to, It takes for the movie to succeed. That's right. Uh, funds earned from the dark side of the mood went to funding the movie. See? That's great. That's cool. Yeah, because they were just fans of the Flying Circus. Right. Why? You know? It's just so silly. Oh, you guys are doing another one? Yeah. Let's contribute. That's right. During one of the first screenings of the movie in front of a live audience, co-writer and co-director Terry Jones noticed that when the music was played during the jokes, there were a marked reduction of laughter from the audience. He went back and edited the music out whenever a punchline was delivered. At subsequent screen subsequent screenings, he noticed a dramatic increase in the audience's positive reactions to the jokes. Oh, oh that's kind of okay, neat. Yeah. 
the famous depiction of galloping horses using coconut shells was a t- traditional radio show of sound effect. Yeah. I didn't know and that was And that's thing. why it's hilarious Serious. how they do it in yeah. this. Yeah. During the witch hunt, Eric Idle bares his teeth and bites down on the blade of the scythe he's holding. This was not scripted. Idle was actually about to burst laughing, so he had to bite the scythe. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Michael Palin can be seen hiding laughter at the same time as well. While earlier in the scene, John Cleese quickly turns his head to one side just before the shot cuts to not laugh again. <laughs> I'm sure if they were on set, oh they would be God. all laughing. Just dying. Just dying. Just uh, constant jokes trying to get one to break. Trying to get one to like ruin the scene oh, yeah. over the other. The French tactic of pelting Arthur and his knights with livestock echoes the relatively modern legend of a medieval sage of the fortified southern French town of Cascrion, uh, said to have been near starvation. The townspeople used the last of their food to pelt the army nearby. That's messed up. That's, that's really messed yeah. up. Uh, some believe the enchanter's name is Tim because John Cleese forgot the character's original <laughs> name in Adelaide. Uh, everyone calls me Tim. Everyone calls me Tim. Uh, yeah, let's keep going. Cool. Yeah. Since the armor of the knights war were really made of wool, and the weather conditions in Scotland and England were normally are uh, where they normally are are very cold and wet, to make the matters worse, the hotel where they were staying only had a limited number of baths and hot water. At the end of shooting each day, there were a mad dash to see who could get back to the hotel for hot water. That's that's hilarious. Oh, could you imagine wearing a wool, like, wet, wet wool. uniform? Oh, must have been cold and damp. Must not have been fun. Itchy? Yeah. Oh. John Cleese's Tim the, Enhan- uh, the Enchanter actually stood on the pinnacle scene at the beginning of his scene. On the side was a drop he said could have killed him. On the other side it was a drop that could have maimed him. Oh, shit. <laughs> so he was literally on the edge of a cliff when they were doing that. To make matters worse, the wind kept threatening to push him over. Oh, my God. Between takes, he would crouch down, avoid being pushed over by the wind. Oh, my. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's that's scary. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Well, he's probably standing on stilts, too. Yeah. In the killer rabbit scene, a real white rabbit was used. He was dyed with what assumed to be washable red food coloring in the shots and after the battle. While after filming, the rabbit's owner was dismayed to learn the dye could not be rinsed off. Oh, that sucks. Uh, That's hilarious. Terry Gilliam, the director, described in an audio commentary that the owner of the rabbit was present in shooting when abruptly halted and the cats desperately attempted to clean the rabbit. Uh, Oh, my God. Yeah. Could you imagine? It's like, okay, yeah, you can use my rabbit. Just no harm, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, no harm. Your rabbit's red now. Your rabbit's red now. Do you then f- like make sure you, you like did no that you didn't like miss a spot? So do you like make sure you fully dye it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'd say fuck it. Might as well. I, Went I to Rome. Say, Went to right? Rome. Yeah. God is a photograph of the famous 19th century English cricketer. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's like everyone uh, giving their parents. Like pictures of Jesus, and it's Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when this movie screened at the Cannes Film Festival, the audience laughed at the opening scene. However, the projector stopped, and the audience just roared with laughter, thinking it was all part of the movie. That would make sense, though. Yeah, because it's one of those type of films. It just where, ends. Yeah. Where if it if it is screwed up, yeah, you're you're just like, oh yeah, that's part of the movie. The first Black Knight was pl- played by John Cleese. But when Arthur cuts off the first leg, a real life, a real life, real one-legged actor actor was used on the DVD. Uh, on the DVD, Terry Gilliam reveals that a marionette was used to film the shots where the second leg is cut off, <laughs> and so as they keep cutting more legs off, it's a marionette. It's so good. Uh-oh. That's neat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jan- Graham Chapman. Arthur was the only real member of the cast to wear real chain ar- mail armor. It wow. weighed 25 pounds. The rest of the cast wore wool. That's a, that's what no one... Would you rather wear chain or wool? Uh, I'd rather deal with the 25 pounds. The chain. Of yeah. chain. Yeah. And the thing is, that's actually pretty light because normal 
armor for um, knights back in those days. Was it was close to like suit. 60 pounds oh. or more. The Monty Python crew considered this to be one of their lesser movies. Really? They all consider uh, Life of Brian more popular or their best work. Well, that makes I do sense. like Life of Brian, though. Yeah. Uh, John Cleese and Terry Gilliam performed all their own stunts during the duel between the Black and the Green Knight. That's cool. That's funny. They both had to learn to manage big, heavy swords to do some acrobatics, though they'd never be recognizable with everything on. Makes sense. Yeah. The airspeed velocity of an unlaying swallow is roughly 11 meters per second or 24 miles per hour, beating its wings 7 to 9 times per second rather than 43. It's true, a five-ounce bird cannot carry a one-pound coconut, but furthermore, no swallow weighs five ounces. The barn swallow, which is not the most English people, when they say swallow, weighs only 21 grams. 20, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that it went into the bird thing. Oh, my God. Uh, though he was renowned for the most restraints and unflappable of the pythons, Michael Palin was asked to do the seventh take of the scene where he crawls in the mud and has a jolly good blow-up. Yep. As a part of their stain as a part of their stained glass and interior decorations, several medieval cathedrals, including illustrations of virtues and vices. The vice of cowardice was depicted of a knight running away with a rabbit. <laughs> Notre Dame in Paris has no fewer than three such medallions of killer rabbits. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Uh Michael Palin played the first uh most characters, twelve. Ooh. Uh God, he Yeah. He's what's up with these guys named Michael? Yeah. Think of Michael Myers. Yeah. Like he can play yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people. people. Um the first day of shooting required Chapman to cross the bridge of death when working on Monty Python Flying Circus. Chapman had been using had been used to drinking heavily to calm his nerves. He quickly discovered to his may that the crew had no alcohol on set. And the nearest town was too far away for a quick trip to Perseus. Consequently, he was visibly stressed, shaking, sweating, and moving slowly throughout the scene. Yet he was uh, known to be an experienced rock climber, not knowing about this alcoholism. The crew wondered if Chapman's heavy uh, costume caused the stress. It was actually alcohol-induced detox. That's Dumb. Yeah. Oh my god. How much was he drinking? He must have been one of those like always drinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Constantly. Yeah. To go into full detox Talks? like that. Like that must have been what it is. Bad. Like he's he was probably one of those like when he sweat, you yeah. could smell it. Yeah. That's yeah. bad. The dead collector's line, because he hasn't gotten shit all over him, was ad libbed by Eric <laughs> Idle. <laughs> Many of the extras in the movie were technicians and stagehands, including the designer and the editor playing the policeman, the movie's uh, musician playing the uh, bearer killed by the Trojan rabbit. Um, Arthur's army at the end of the movie was made up entirely of 105 students shot from various angles to make it seem like they were double the number from Scotland's University of Starling. That's That's funny. Uh, day one of filming was plagued with problems after an extended trek into Glencoe Hills. The crew's only sync camera sheared its gears, and the team could only shoot uh, mute shots that involved crossing the bridge. That sucks. Oh my god! <laughs> like, wonder how expensive that is. So like expensive. a stupid amount. Yeah, the movie contains no credits. You see it in the beginning. That's it. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. The theatrical release contains 527 jokes, including 42 in the opening credits. So you have to watch the opening credits again because it's all about the llamas. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so there's a joke. There is an average of joke every 10 seconds and 10 and a half seconds. That makes sense. Yeah. Now, when they talk about credits, yeah. all right, the story is. You're supposed to have beginning credits. Yep. And when George Lucas decided not to have beginning credits and actually just do the prologue type yep. of thing, yep. that he got fined. Oh, I'm sure. For it. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know being fined. So if you don't have credits at the end of your movie, you could get do fined. you get fined again? I'm sure. No shit. It's, it's part of the, 
beginning. Sometimes they do soft credits in the opening, typically, and then a full hard credit. Because you think about it, Deadpool technically doesn't have credits. If you think about it. They show it in be- the beginning. Be- it's a soft. Well, even then, it's no one's name. Yeah. It's made up stuff. Yeah. So do you call say, that credit? So- I say soft Because it's like, oh, this is written by some douchebag. Yeah. Oh, this is directed yeah. by an asshole. Yeah. So... Like, that's what I'm wondering when it comes to these movies, when it comes to funny movies, right? Well, Star Wars is more serious, yeah. but it's one of those, like, what can we get away with? That's right. So, let's put 40 llamas at the beginning credits yeah. and not have any it, at, at the, the end. end. The movie's erupt ending because they didn't have time for the large-scale battle. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, they ran out of time and they're like, yeah, you know what? I wash my hands of this. Uh, the gorilla hand turning the pages was uh, Terry Gilliams. The hand turning the pages before that was his wife. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. So here are our actors. We've got Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Terry Gilliam, Eric Idle, Terry Jones. Those are... Those oh, bad. Michael Palin. Yeah, those are really the, the guys. There's, are they still around? The only one that died is uh, Graham Chapman. But the rest of them are, are around, right? Yep. They actually did uh, live shows a while ago, pre-COVID. They did six live shows in England with uh, each show being sold out as they put it up. Wow. So they put up six live shows for all, all, all so the guys you, to come back. So if you think about it, they're still relevant. Yeah. All so, six shows sold out within hours. God, I'd love to see them oh, get, get together. Spam a lot. I would have loved to have seen Spam a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't in it, but they still wrote it. Right. Uh, but yeah, there's – yeah. Uh, okay, budget, two hundred thirty thousand pounds. Yes, which is ooh, but at the time though. Yeah, I don't know. I, it only made a, a million dollars U.S. Really? Yeah. Worldwide. 40- so they made their money back because I yeah. want to say it was made low it, budget. It was very low budget. It's very independent. So they made a mil- two million dollars worldwide. Yeah. yeah. They made bank. And it has such a popularity. cult following. Well, we wouldn't have Family Guy. We wouldn't have The Simpsons. We wouldn't have all these other things for Mel Brooks. Mel, right. Because Mel Brooks pretty... Well, Mel a, Brooks was b- around before. Was before, but the he, thing is... These are opening the floodgates one, to ho- humor, though. One kind of... Works with the works other. Works with the other, so it's like you have these British guys doing this... Yeah. And you have Mel Brooks doing American, American stuff, stuff. Yeah. Oh, where is it filmed? So here are the various locations. We've got uh, Scotland. And here's the thing. It's a lot of UK, Scotland, yeah. Yeah. England. And you can tell by the way the movie is anyway. It moves around. It's, yeah. it's hard to film in... England and Scotland, because there's never really sunny days. No. It's very wet. gloomy and wet. They and actually, in uh, no, it's Ireland, Ireland, they actually use moss. They don't burn wood. Yeah. They burn moss as yep. their, like, wood and stuff like that, which is kind of neat. Which is neat. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of Eng- uh, Australia, England, Scotland, uh, Australia. Oh, got to throw in Australia out there. Yeah, what else do we got? Um, yeah, that's really it. They wanted to stay right ahead of this. So here's here's the year it came out, 1979. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you off some movies. Jaws came out this year. God, fantastic movie. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Fantastic. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Wow. Stepford Wives. Why? I had to throw Stepford Wives in there because just because. Here's the thing. We were born. Ten th- years th- later. Ten years later, right? Yeah. So we're not that old. We're in our 30s. Yeah. But when I see these movies, I don't think of them as 1979. I don't no. think that they're that old. No, but they are. Like, I don't think that the Holy Grail, Mighty Python, Holy Grail, I don't think of it as. No. When you're watching, to me, when I'm watching it, I'm like. Oh, I'm this, just laughing. Oh, this is, yeah. this could be early 90s. That's, you know, uh, you know 80s. What I mean? Yeah, yeah 80s, I can see it. Early yeah. 90s. Yeah. Like, you don't think that it was before the 80s. So Jaws is the same way to me. Like I love Jaws. I watch Jaws religiously. Uh, I love Jaws. Jaws is a good summer movie. Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's just fucking stupid. I, it's hilarious. I, I don't 
think that it's that old. No, but it's so funny though. It's so they good. can't make that nowadays. Oh hell no! No, no, there's no, there's no way. There's no way. No, no. Stepford Wives they could probably make nowadays. Yeah, you, Maybe Cuckoo's. Uh, Cuckoo's uh, no. Cuckoo's no. Nest is pushing it. Yep, you couldn't do that either. Could you do Jaws today? Oh yeah, you could. I mean, they've, Ooh, they've, they've you kill kind... a kid. You kill a kid in the first ten minutes, though. First yeah, but they've already kind of tried that with Meg. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? You, you have this giant shark and deep it, blue sea or whatever. Yeah, but none none of those none of those actually reached to me yeah, reached Jaws. the level of Jaws. Jaws is just so iconic. Yeah, and I think it's also because. It's practical effects. That's the other thing that really gets me. That's really like holds true when I'm watching a movie. If there's practical effects, it works. It works. So with with like Meg yeah. and yeah. Deep Blue Sea, everything CGI. But Deep Blue Sea is just a little better, I would say. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. I agree with yeah. you. Hundred percent. I haven't seen Meg yet. So it's 1979. Which one are you seeing at the theater? Ooh, I'm probably seeing Jaws. I'm, I'm seeing Jaws. I have to. Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm probably saying. I, I would say that. I, I do like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, though, too. I just I watched do, that right, recently. Too. But that's a downer. Yeah. but So I think I might see I might see the Holy Grail over Cuckoo's Nest. I might see that, too. And Stepford yeah. Wives. Yeah, but I'd see that, too. The it's two, rude, yeah. The other two I'm definitely yeah. seeing. So here we, we have director's name. We have two directors. We have Terry Gilliam and Terry Jones. So we'll start with Gilliam first because he's there, and then we'll go to Jones next. Jones is a lot smaller. Uh, Story Time is a short directed by Gilliam. Uh, Monty Python, Holy Grail. Miracle of Flight is another short. Jabberwocky. Time Bandits. The Meaning of Life. The Crimson Permanent Assurance. Uh, Brazil. That's a good one. The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. The Fisher King. Another good one. Oh, my God, he do go. Yeah, I do love 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys is fantastic. Look at the next one he did. Fear Loathing Las Vegas. Giant Up. Wow. Yeah, he do, he's done some good. Uh, Secret Tournament. Brothers Grimm. That's with uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon and, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Heath Ledger. Uh, Tideland. Uh, oh, uh, The Imaginarium. So that has giant, that was Heath Ledger's was last, Heath Ledger's last, last movie film. where yeah. you two, uh, Colin Farrell, Jude Law, and Giant Up all stepped in and they gave... A portion of their checks to his daughter. Uh, the, it actually came out that they gave a hundred percent of what they made. No shit. I thought it, I thought daughter. it was always a por- yeah. portion. Yeah. I just learned that because of the trial and shit. It just recently. They uh, just recently. Yeah, yeah. All of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Legend the, of uh, Holod- Holodaga. The whole family. Uh, the Zero Theorem. The man who killed Don Quixote. No shit. He, he's, he's, yeah, he's one of my favorite directors. A little fucked up, though. So, uh, and then we got, this is Jones. Jones. Yep. Monty Python. Life of Brian. Uh, Brian? Brian. Brian? Yeah. Life of Brian. Uh, the Rupert Bear Story. Meaning of Life. Personal Services. Uh, Eric the Viking. Oh, so, uh, so Leaf, Leaf Eric? Yeah. Sin, I think. Oh, this is irony right here. Look. The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. He directed one episode. I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Monty Python, The Quest for the Holy Grail, the video game. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of the video game. came out in 96. I wonder what it was for. Ooh. That must have been a Nintendo. PlayStation? No, I think PlayStation came out in 99. Game Boy? Could be a Game Boy. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, you have to look it up. The BFI London IMAX signature film. Phantom Night, 30 Years of Monty Python. The Adventures of Young Indian... So he did another... No, wait. There's two series? I don't remember that. I thought there was only one. There is only but one. But then there's... An, so that was in 99, and then The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones in 2000. That's weird. Hmm. Uh, education tip number 41, uh, which is a video short. Combat Opera pre- uh, Presents. Was it a TV show? The Inheritance. Absolutely Anything. Uh, boom, Bust, Boom. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Those are documentaries. Yeah. So the other one really hit some good movies. He went theatrical. Right. Yeah. I like Gilliam. Yeah. Uh, when was the first time you saw this? It must have been 12, well, oh 10 God. I think it was like 
Yeah, ten or twelve. I think it was, it was. I think it was like during that era though when like we we discover media for the first time and like uh, we're was... into like all these different things and then like the internet. So we're like, wait, what's this? So now we have like we're discovering. Oh wait, Monty Python and all these. That's what I've known. It, for it me was anyway. also to me. It was like word of mouth, right? You know, I hung out with uh, some older kids, mm-hmm. kids that were a little older than me. Yeah. And it was always like they would make references, these little jokes, and I'd be like, "Where's that from?" And it was like, oh, "You haven't seen that movie?" Yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, you haven't seen that." So then it was like every time they said that, I was like, "I'll oh, remember. remember that." Yeah. So I think that was one of the things. It was like they were talking about even like the galloping and the coconuts, coconuts and stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, man, I got to see this. So I ended up watching it, and I fell in love with it as soon as I saw it. Uh, scene number 10, where these are our top 10 scenes. England, 1932 uh, AD. We hear the sound of a horse, but it's actually a man holding two coconuts as we see Arthur and his servant Patsy as he states he is on a quest and for him to join. The man on the ledge questions why they are using coconuts, but now they're uh, going into this big ordeal about finding coconuts. They're now talking about the coconut migration, about uh, the swallow being able to carry a coconut. Arthur Arthur uh, requests that he needs men. He needs them to answer the question, but another guy pops up. Now the two of them are talking about the African swallow and if it's possible to swallow uh, the the swallow for to carry the coconut. Uh, scene number nine. We cut to a nearby town as we hear a man say, "Bring out your dead! Bring out your dead!" As he rings the bell, the town is filled with people who live in mud and who are poor. Uh, one guy comes up to him with a guy over his shoulder, and the guy over the shoulder says, I ain't dead yet, and they have a back and forth. Uh, the guy says he'll feel fine. The other guy says, no, you won't, not for long. This guy kills the old guy and the, as they just take him. We see Arthur walk past him as he continues on. <laughs> I, I love it. I It's, again, it's stupid. Yeah, it's little, so st- stupid. Like, you know the bantering about the birds and the, the African swallow like, and the coconut and the I'm it's not just dead yet. All it's all dumb. He's not dead yet. He's he will not be. dead yet. I'll be back Tuesday. Scene number eight. We see Arthur and Patsy approach an old woman, but it's actually a young man. <laughs> they ask about the night they live at that, the night that leaves at the castle. The night that lives at the castle. Dennis, the man they talk to, is totally against the king. It's Dennis. And a woman go play in the mud. They talk about the political agenda and then taking place within the time. They have a back and forth about class and Arthur asks about the castle and no one lives there. Dennis is ordered to be quiet, but they just don't listen and they don't even vote for the king. Whose king is that? I didn't vote for him. And Arthur explains why and how he became king. Strange woman in pawn is no way to rule government, Dennis protests. (laughs) Arthur is trying to get this guy to be quiet. (laughs) Again, it like it's just so over the top. It's just over the top. You can tell that they took these simple jokes, these yeah. simple like little things, and they stretched that them, made it extravagant. So it's like if you just told some of these jokes just as a like a small little, you might get a little giggle or something. But because you make it like outrageous, just, like you yeah. take a dumb joke and just make it big. Yeah, that's right. Like you're ju- you're gonna get bellows of laughs. Uh, scene number seven, Arthur moves on with Patsy as his side as we cuts to the brutal fight taking place within the woods. We cut back and forth between the fight and the two men walking. There's also a cut of music, and it's very, very do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> we cut uh, to the fight as the Black Knight is losing at first and then kills the Green Knight. Arthur approaches the Black Knight, but he doesn't say anything. Arthur asks him to join, but he doesn't say anything. The Black Knight tells him that no one shall pass this bridge. The Black Knight moves for no man as they begin to fight. Arthur cuts off one of the Black Knight's arms and then the other arm and the legs, and it's only a flesh wound as Arthur moves on. It is merely a flesh wound. What, are you going to bleed all over me? (laughs) Again, I like how it's like spurting. Yeah. Out. Every so often, yeah. just yeah. Uh, we are you okay? <laughs> come back here and fight me like a man. You uh, scene number six. We cut to monks who hit their heads with wooden boards as they are walking in this small village. This village says they have found a witch. The town goes to the night to ask to burn her. The woman has a fake nose and a witch outfit in the town put on her. 
There's a whole joke about being a witch. The knight confuses the town when asks when he asks them, what are witches made of? Now it's a whole thing that they don't know what witches are made of. Arthur steps in and says, a duck. And they slowly figure out that it, uh, if the witch floats, she's also a duck. That means she's a witch. They use a scale to figure out if she's a witch. And if she's a witch, she's gonna burn. they're going to burn her. Arthur asks the knight to join him. And now we have Sir Bellivere. We now have a snapshot of all the other knights. And we finally see, have the knights of the round table. They all make it to Camelot, where a funny musical number about <laughs> knights of the round table are taking place. The knights change their mind as Camelot is just too silly. It, it is just too silly. Or knights of the round table. It's so good. Yeah. See, I the, love. I do love the banter about the witches and stuff because yeah. it's home. Burn her! No, is yeah. she a witch? She's a witch. Uh, see, and you know how stupid that was. Back it's so then? stupid. Like, it's so stupid. Like think about think about the realism of yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of witches, right? Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're gonna burn her, and if she lives, then she's a witch. If she dies, then she wasn't. And yeah. it's like, what? And then the same thing with drowning them. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna put her in, and if she floats, she's a log. She, Whoa, right. dogs, ducks are so full. <laughs> so it's like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, scene number five, we see God talk to them as God gives them a little bit of shit. God tells them to find the Holy Grail. We see some hunt, uh, silly animated segments as there's a new quest for the Grail. The knights make it to yet another castle. As they yell up and ask whose castle it is, Arthur tell, uh, tells this guy that if they can't stay, they'll, they can help for the quest uh the guys tells them that the knight, they already have a grail, and it's an inside joke. They are the French knights, and they are silly. The French knight is mocking them below as he says something in French to his other knights as Arthur is persistent. The French knights send over a cow to knock out these knights uh, as they fight using animals. One of them has a plan to go into the woods, and we hear something being built. A giant wood a rabbit appears uh, as the men watch on. The French knights push the giant rabbit in uh, their failed plan because there's no one inside the giant wooden rabbit. The bunny is sent to them and, uh, yes, kills a servant. I love it. Yeah. Now, the other thing I love is, like, English and French people, like, they hate each other. Yeah. Like, in real life, they hate, they hate each, each other. other. So when you're making a movie and it's like, oh, we have to have French knights, yeah. you're going to make them ridiculous. Yeah. You really are because it, that's the whole thing. You're an English guy making these French, ma yes. having to play a French guy. Yeah. Uh, scene number four, we cut to a historian talking about the Holy Grail and the knights. We see this histori historian get killed by one of the knights as we see the story of Sir Robin. We can hear the song about Sir Robin. He has a whole band with him and they are singing about being him being killed in various ways. We see Sir Robin talk to a man with three heads. The three the three men all agreed to kill him and have tea as the music sing as the music team sings they all sing about Sir Robin just running away. We see an animated cunt scene of monks just jumping into water. We cut to the tale of Sir Galahad as we see a man all alone in the dark forest, wet and afraid. <laughs> as he makes it to a castle, he thinks he sees a holy grail, so he approaches the castle. He bangs on the door and begs to be let in. We get in the castle anthrax, and it's filled with women. Zoot, the headmistress, tells him that it's filled with young women. She tells him that he must see the doctors. Two doctors go to examine him. He freaks out a little and winds up in the bathing chamber. <laughs> he wanders off and finds Zoot's sister, and she has a grail beacon she has to lure men. The penalty for using the beacon is a spanking, and all the women need spankings now. Spankings, then oral sex, more spankings. He says he could stay a bit longer, but men show up last minute and pull him away. They're telling him there's no room for fun. Now, I know you're going to ask this later, uh -huh. but this is my favorite scene. Oh, this one? This yeah, yeah, one's yeah. just so funny. funny. Spankings and Spank oral sex. Spankings and oral sex, and then more spankings. At Castle Anthrax. <laughs> so scene good. 24. So we hear about the coconut and the swallows again from the narrator. Yes. <laughs> it's one of those like running jokes, running jokes, yeah. which is so good. We, we cut to Arthur talking to a whole man and he's telling him the tale of, of 
place where no man shall cross. Arthur and Bellevere now in the woods. They are being told of the bridge of death as they know something in the woods following them. They cross the knights who say, Nee! Uh, they demand a sacrifice, but they'll change their mind if they because they demand a shrubbery. We'll cut back to the, histori the historian's wife telling them what happened. We have an animated scene with the monk yelling at the sun and clouds. We get the tale of Sir Lancelot as we cut to a castle of as a king is telling his son that everything he sees will be his. And the son goes, oh, is the curtains? <laughs> the son tells him not... Uh, to just the son wants to sing and the father's like no we don't break into the song. Uh, scene number two we cut to Lancelot and his servant. Uh, his servant is shot with an arrow uh, by the boy in the castle. We see the bride with the wedding dress getting ready inside the castle. Uh, we cut. We see Lancelot approach this castle running in fast, just stabbing people. Uh, uh, yeah, he just stabs people and rushes on, just stabbing everyone at the wedding. Uh, the bride too. The son yeah. tries to break this into song again. The father is now telling Lancelot that have to pay for everything. The kin just cuts the rope as the son was trying to escape and ends up falling and almost dying. Lancelot has to fight his way out of the castle again, but it stopped. The father tells everyone that his son just died. Uh, the father ha uh, yeah, the father has promised the bride to Lancelot as the son walks in. He was like, "No, I'm just fine." A song <laughs> breaks out as Lancelot leaves more dramatically. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine, everyone. No, breaking into the song. <laughs> uh, we cut back to Arthur and Bellevere as they are looking for a shrubbery. They find an old woman. They say need to her. A man passed them. His name is Roger the Shrubber, and he designs and makes shrubberies. We cut back to Arthur and the Knights of Knee, but they change their name. They, are now, they must find another shrubbery, compare it to this one. Arthur says... Uh, that uh, makes them all as it says a word that makes them all cringe. So Robert appears to join them as we cut to more and more uh, cops at the scene of the crime with the wife from earlier. Arthur and the knights go to the enchanter. Uh, enchanter as do the rest of the knights uh, join. The knights were forced to eat all of Sir Robin's musical team as time passes, and it's a few years from now. It's great. Yeah, so you already said your first yeah, favorite city. I like Castle Anthrax. I, got, uh, I love Castle Anthrax. I like the little fucking, uh, I'm not dead yet, you know. Yes. The yes. little one-liners here. The little one-liners. Because the, the I'm not dead yet thing reminds me, I, I said this once before, of, uh, you know, Austin Powers. Yeah. With the guy, like, in the burnt room. I'm not dead yet, yeah, like, Will I'm not dead yet, but I'm very badly burned. I like uh, the flesh wound scene, too. Yes. Yeah, the Green Knight. So here's one we just added for because it's so funny. Top quotable lines. Yeah. Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. Tis but a scratch. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah. It's only a flesh wound. Yep. Burner. Burner. I fart in your general direction. <laughs> yeah. Your father was a hamster and your mother smelt of elderberries. I use that yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time. Run away. Uh, run away. Use, I use it all We the are time. the knights who say, nih. 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 <laughs> if it's on basic cable... Oh, yeah. I've never seen it on cable. I, I never have either, but yeah. if it was, was, yeah. Yeah. What street? That's a weird one. Where would it be on streaming? Netflix, maybe? Yeah, or Amazon. Paramount? Yeah, Paramount. Yeah. Favorite part? Oh, my God. Honestly, it's the, like, all the one-liners. All the stupid, like... Yeah. Like you said, the quotable shit. Like yeah. The stupid... One-liners. They, they just burn into my skull. No matter how much I watch it, like, as soon as that scene happens, I'm quoting it yeah. as they're saying it. I like the chemistry between all the guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite Without part. Without that, I don't didn't think, think it, it works. Been... Something you didn't like. Nothing, really. The, uh, nothing? Yeah. Unless I got real nitpicky, Picky. but the thing is, it's supposed it's to be, be stupid, stupid movie. That's right, yeah. It's supposed to be. Would you pay $40 to watch it once? Ooh, that's a tough... $40 just to watch it. You've never, you never seen it before. Is it $40 worthy, though? Like you're paying $40 on streaming to watch it once? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, too. I'm going to say no. It's good, but it's yeah. not $40, it's not $40, $40 worth. worthy. Yeah, I'm going to say no. I would love to uh, have seen it when it came out. I yeah, way of watching to watch the reaction I of the audience. I would have loved watching it with a big group of people. Yeah, to see yeah. who laughs at what. 
Right. So here's uh, here's our funniest moments. African Swallow versus Coconut. I had to put that yeah. one in there. Uh, help, help. I'm being repressed. I'm being repressed. Tra- repressed. Uh, the Black Knight. Yep. The French Knight. Yeah. The Tale of Sir Robin. Castle Anthrax. Which is yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, the two guards keeping the guy in the room. So <laughs> we stay in the room. You stay out of the room. Oh, so we don't have to go to the room? No, you don't have to go to the room. We have to go to the kitchen. Wait, what? You know, <laughs> they're so confused. Banter. Yeah. Okay. Here's the million dollar question. Best performance. Oh. Do we say we just give it to I the crew? I just give it to the crew. The Monty Python crew? Yeah. I give well, it who's to second? Th- oh. The narrator. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the directors? Yeah. Okay. I'll give that to them. Yeah. It's but so yeah, silly. the entire crew is just. It's, it's so silly. They're, yeah. they're on it. Yeah. The ending. All the knights arrive as they see an explosion in the distance. The knights notice a wizard making explosions nearby as he appears to uh, be near them. He tells them that he's the enchanted and he goes by the name of Tim. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yeah. Which is hilarious. My name is Tim. Tim. Arthur's told that as his name is Tim Knows All. Tim shows off a little bit by the fireworks and explosion. Tells Tim tells him about a cave, and in the cave will be the Holy Grail. Till Tim tells them that at the entrance of this cave, it's guarded by a creature so vile, so evil, no man has yet to survive. Tim warns them that death waits for them if they continue on. They all dismount their horses <laughs> and continue on foot. Really. Uh, Tim takes them. <laughs> <It's so dumb. laughs> I know. So I had to. It's so dumb. Yeah. Tim takes them to the cave as they watch a white, majestic rabbit come out of a cave. Tim tells them that this rabbit is evil, but these knights don't believe him. Arthur sends a single knight in to kill a rabbit. It's just a simple rabbit. They should be able to kill the rabbit. Right. As they do, the rabbit charges this man and, and kills them. They all charge the rabbit and they all get attacked. By the rabbit. They lost three on the frontal attack. <laughs> it's so good. It's just a stupid rabbit. It's four. It's so stupid. They have the holy hand grenade from the monks. As yes. the monks uh, get to the time to get back there. The monks tell them to bless the grenade. As you speak, pull the pin. Count to three. Not four. Not two. Not one. Five is too much. Four <laughs> is beyond too much. Three is the number in which you need to count before you throw the grenade. The knights continue on as they have to have a monk help translate the passage on the wall. They come across a monster, but the monster eats the monk as they all run away and hide. Run away as the animator <laughs> dies. The animator dies as the monster dies, and the police move closer. We cut to the bridge of death. And the guy from scene 24 has to ask them three questions. Lancelot answers the question, and it's easy. Sir Robin is asked a different set of questions, and then he dies. (laughs) Galahad tries, and he dies. Arthur tries next, and the last question is about the velocity of a swallow and coconuts. But Arthur disputes the question with another question about the various types of swallow, and the old man dies. Then there's an intermission. Which right, is great. Tor- right towards the end. Yes, it's great. Yeah, it's like it's almost it's done. The, yeah, it's almost it done. done. Intermission. <laughs> they look for Lancelot, but he's gone. Lancelot was arrested. The two of them uh, see a boat on the water as they jump on and drift towards a castle nearby. But it's the French castle. For French knights were earlier at the same castle. Our knights get soup poured on them as they get taunted again. A huge soup. A huge army shows up ready for attack. All these knights are charged, the castle, but they're all stopped by the police as Arthur is arrested. So is Belvedere. The camera just cuts. It just ends. Yep. And that's it. And it ends. Yep. And it's done. That's Over it. with. Yeah. And it's the greatest ending. To me, yeah. to me it's, it's just funny. It's so if stupid. If you're going to do a comical movie like that where just it's, it. it's dumb and outrageous, to just, cut it off just is, be stupid is even funny. That's right. Reboots or remakes? Uh, they did spam a lot, which is close. Yeah. Which is a musical, though, and I don't think they should now, touch it. So here's the thing. I think they should remake it, right? Women? Women would be fine. But what I want is I want them to find, like, the greatest actor of all times to narrate it. Morgan Freeman? That's what I'm saying. No, Sam Jackson. One of the two. Ooh. What if they both did it? Oh, they have to argue? They have to the, ar- they're, they're arguing right. over No, being... that's my line. No, that's mine. 
No, they wanted me to do this. Motherfucker. No, motherfucker, I'm supposed to be doing it. And that's the whole thing. And you thing. hear Morgan Freeman go, well, I'm the voice of God, and you are a motherfucker. Like, like very soft. Soft. Oh, my God. That would be funny. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could redo it nowadays, but I'd want... I'd want the narrator because yeah. the narrating thing is funny. The right? narrating thing is funny. So you pick someone like high end who has a good voice. I w- honestly, I wouldn't change anything in the script at all. No, I wouldn't. And, I wouldn't change anything. But have different actors come in right. to see how different people would play it. Right. Like Which maybe you, Zach Galifianakis as Bellevue. Whatever. Oh, something. So you just have. You, you, take, you take some of Will the. Will Right. You take some of the well-known hilarious people uh, people so like will ferrell john c Riley. yeah you know ones that work good with each steve other Carell. steve Carell would be awesome yeah and you just throw them in there and just let them do it like do it word for word yeah say it's the americanized version, version but right i would still love it. it's like it's like the office and the office i say what they could do is they could do it for charity yeah. And then put it towards whatever in England or whatever. Something but cool I, that, like that. That's what I want to see. Like, if you had a Morgan Freeman narrate it, and you had Will Ferrell as King Arthur. Yeah. And then all the other ones were regular... Funny guys? <laughs> Vince Vaughn as the Black Knight? It's Will Ferrell, and all the other guys are the guys from Anchorman. Oh, my... So what's funny is I started watching Anchorman the other day, too. Yeah. It, it still holds up. It still holds up. Second one, I haven't seen, but it, first one, yeah. yeah. But the first one still holds up. So that's what I'm saying. So is this your favorite Monty Python movie? I like Meaning of Life. Okay. Meaning of Life is pretty good. But Life of Brian's pretty I good, too. I think this is my favorite. It's a tie between this one and Life of and Brian. And the thing is, like, any one of... I'll watch any I one I think of Life of Brian has more funny scenes, but this one as a whole is entirely funny. Yes. See, there's some funny scenes in Life of Brian, but I think with this one, this the one, whole it's, is it's, so silly. It's, it's a it's a ball of nonsense. It doesn't need to make sense, and it's beautiful that yeah. way because it's a ball of nonsense. It's just it's funny. I find myself laughing at stuff that I don't even know if it's a joke or not. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, did they mean for this to be, be a funny. joke? Mean for it to be fun. I'm still giggling yeah. throughout the whole thing. Like the, like, I, the irony of Castle Anthrax, and it's all right. women trying to give blowjobs and spankings. Exactly. That's just... And it's... The, the other thing is the camaraderie between the guys. They, the, they've been like, doing this for years. So they were doing this. They were doing the Flying Circus in 68. Right. This is 79. This is 79. 11 years later. So, I mean... This is probably... So if you think about it, you know how there's TV movies like uh, the Simpsons movie or the mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers movie? This is probably their, like, okay, we're putting this movie out. This will probably be it. We, we did, Maybe they didn't know if they were going to do two more, but they were like, hey, you know, we're going to highlight all of our stupid, silly shit for an hour and a half, which you, it didn't feel like an hour and a half, though. It did not. And honestly, it flew right by. And honestly, if it was two hours, I probably would have watched. I still would have sat there yeah. and watched the whole yeah. thing. So if you were to remake it today, you would have to have, you'd have to have those actors, those comedians that you know could get along with each other. They have great. They chemistry. have to have great chemistry. You could. Not, you could improvise. You could improvise, but you need to. That's have, the thing. You would want. You would want those act. Those type of actors who could improvise. That's right. Who could on a fly add something. Rogan or do, right? You yeah. know what I mean. Uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill would be great. Yeah. Um, like we said, Will Ferrell would yeah. be phenomenal. Jim Carrey would be excellent. But I the thing is with Jim Carrey... He would do he, more physical. I think it would he be He would more... do more physical. But what if Jim Carrey was the Black Knight? Oh, delivering the nine? Just... just oh, arms being cut right. out. Yeah, okay. Just I something get... stupid. stupid. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I see that working. So, like, you know, it's a small part, but he's just... He's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... I, w- I would love to see the American version of Can you of think this. this would be made today? Do I think so? Yeah. No. I don't think so either. I don't. It's sad. It it's is sad, sad we live in this culture. We live in this culture right now where... Things can't be remade. Like, no one can take a joke. If they it's, do, it's very... And, it's tough and to the say thing, that. And the thing is, like... This isn't, this isn't like, any against anyone in particular either. Not any no, joke. But it's, it's just an overall silly, we have but... This, we have this mindset of, like, well, that offends me. And to me, it's like, then don't see it. That's right. Not everything should if, be 
if I enjoy it, and that's the other thing, like, if I'm enjoying something... It's personal taste. And then someone, like, judges me because I like it, it's like... That's a little rough. It's like, come on. So, we live in that world nowadays where, back then, it was like, okay, I don't want to see it because it looks stupid. That's right. Then don't see See it. it. But nowadays, it's like, man, that looks really stupid. I'm going to go see it, and then I'm going to blog about it. And then I'm going to make a video about it. And now we have to, now they're not going to make any more of them. Right. Because because of my saying on Twitter. Yeah. So I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it either. It's the same thing with Mel Brooks movies. Like a lot of them just can't. But with Mel Brooks, it's all about. You know what you're getting into though. But though, give him credit. He redid his own movie with producers. Yes. So he did do the producers and kind of updated it just a little bit. But I think if they did the Holy Grail. They would update it just a little bit, but I, I could see it being like a celebrity riff off. Like they have all these celebrities come in. Would you want another movie, or would you want like a live series though, like a TV I'd, series? I'd want a... make it make it like five episodes, limited series, but you have all the actors in the world come in. No, I'd want it a movie. Yeah, I want it word for word. Yeah, but same idea. Same I idea. want them. I don't care if it's like Daniel Craig. Yeah, he's in it. But he's playing a Frenchman, and he's in the background. That's fine. You know what I mean? That's fine. Like, you you get Idris to come in. Oh, God. He's in the background. Yeah. Maybe shoveling shit. Whatever. Or maybe they're they're about to hang a witch. Yeah. And the witch is, like, Jennifer Anderson or something. No, no, the witch is, uh, oh, uh, Meryl Streep. Oh, see? You know what I mean? Like, like you do these jokes, like the best actress in the world. She's not a witch. Uh, You know, come on. You get... You get these high-valued actors yeah. just to do stupid shit. Oh, God. And it's like, how it would hit would, would be, be so funny. amazing. Yeah. Because it would. It would go, it would. It would hit. You'd have all these, like, it. I to me, in my mind, it's stupid. But then it's like, that's what's funny, funny about, about it. it. It doesn't have to be serious. That's what's funny about it's it. It's so you'll stupid. Have, you'll have this, like, real serious actor and maybe they're a throwaway character. Oh, very serious actor, but they do their lines like uh, Leslie Nielsen. Very much. Mon- oh, don't call me Shirley. You yeah, know? don't call me Shirley. Yeah. It, see, that's what I mean. Like, could you imagine just stupid, 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 funny, like, oh, it would be good. It would I be think good. it would be good. I'd watch it. Yeah, I would too. I'd watch it. I think they tried doing it with the movie 42 or whatever it was bad, called. Bad. So bad. That they, But to me, it was... The concept's there, but it didn't work. It was work. too forced. Yeah, it didn't work. But the concept's there. There. So what it is, I think what they need, they need a script already. Yeah, in place. So if you take this script... And just redo it. And then throw your actors in there. They can have at it. They can have they at can it. Have at yeah. it. Watch by pass. Watch by. Oh, watch it by. Don't, Don't pass. pass on yeah. it. No. That's all I've got for the Holy Grail. Yeah, so if you like what you hear, follow us on Facebook, Captivated Minds. Instagrams at Minds Captivated. Email us, CaptivatedMinds2 at gmail.com. Everything is listed in the show notes, including our Instagrams. If you also like what you hear, uh, let us know on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. If you also listen to us on Spotify or any other app, uh, make sure you turn on your notifications so you get up to date when we drop new episodes. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you.